sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash Trending Topics with BB. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. I want to thank everybody, first and foremost, for finding this podcast. Whether you're a fan of this podcast or this is your first time, thank you and welcome to the world that is this podcast. First of all, well, that, that that was first of all. Second of all, it's time to get the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, head over to bbmediaindustries.com slash trendingtopicswithbb. You will get a list of all of the places and platforms you can find this podcast. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, SoundCloud, the list goes on. And also our social media accounts are listed there as well. And if you are a Podbean listener, you're listening to this on Podbean, I appreciate it, uh, please consider becoming a patron. All you have to do is hit that green button that says become a patron and support this podcast. It helps me create more content. And along those lines with on Podbean, if you're just sitting there and you haven't had a chance on iTunes to leave a good rating and review, please do so along with Stitcher Radio. It helps this podcasts move and be found by other new listeners of the podcast realm. So I would appreciate it if you, A, become a patron on Podbean, and B, head over to iTunes and leave a good rating and review. Now that that's over, I want to introduce what this podcast is going to entail, and that is another member of the awesome acapella group, Straight No Chaser. If you haven't figured it out yet, now that this is number four of ten, I'm working my way up hoping to have an episode with each one of the members of Straight No Chaser. Uh, so I appreciate all of the chasers. Yes, that would be us loyal fans to Straight No Chaser who listen to this podcast, who definitely tune in to these episodes. I appreciate you. And as you will hear, um, a lot of my questions in this upcoming chat with Don Nottingham uh, came from my fellow chasers. So that was cool just to kind of crowdsource some questions from them and what they would like. So I appreciate their participation and I, like I said before, appreciate the members of Straight No Chaser wanting to be on the podcast. If you have not heard of this group, well, you're going to learn from these episodes. So Without really giving away any more than that, I really just want to get into the discussion I had with Don Nottingham. Enjoy. Well, thanks, Don. I was surprised when you guys, I was actually out of town, and then you guys popped on live, and I popped in for a second when you guys were on live on Saturday or whatever. So I appreciate you uh, being the next one. So it's kind of like a series now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, right. I'm the third, right? Am I the third guy that's been on? No, you're the fourth. Fourth? Who else? I know Randy and Steve have been on. Who else? Well, Walt started it. Oh, classic Walt. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Walt, and then it was Steve, then Randy, now you. Cool. Mine is starting awesome. to be the best of the four. It's like all but guaranteed. Well, I mean, you've been on Walt's podcast, so it's you're like a seasoned veteran, you and Seggy, so. Sure, sure. Something like that. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, uh, before we get into it, I, I, I say this to everybody that I, you know, the others, but I, I want to thank you guys. Um, I still kind of really from being Chaser of the Month a couple months ago. That came out of nowhere. So I appreciate oh, it. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, uh, we are lucky to have a lot of, a lot of great fans. So it's fun to be able to, uh, to recognize people for that. You know, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're proud of our fans. No doubt about it. Awesome. So speaking of that, uh, there's, we're kind of in a, uh, Chaser Facebook group and I put out the fillers today and I have some questions for my fellow Chasers that wanted to kind of get some, uh, questions in that we kind of all agreed on. So, I was, I, I would shout them all out, but there was like 20 people today in a thread, so it, it'll take a while. <laughs> so I'll just ask the questions. I love sure. you all, Chasers. Um, so Not as much as I number, do. Just so you know, I love you guys way more than Brooke does. <laughs> well, probably. So the number one question, the number one question was actually about Lost. And all the characters love it so much. Uh, the number one question was, will there be a video that you guys do for it? Uh, I would love to do a video. I, I honestly, I am, I am not terribly optimistic that we'll get that done. Um, it's a cool idea, and Mike and I, in particular, have talked about putting one together, kind of ourselves. But as you, as you, as you probably heard us say before, it is tough to get all of us together for kind of anything extra. Like where our schedule is is pretty pretty hectic, and anytime we are together, we usually have a ton of things lined up. And uh, this may be super secret, I don't know, but in June we're going to start doing some recording, um, and then July, as is widely known we go to australia and then we come back for our shows with weird al and then we have shows kind of through the middle of august so and then it's kind of get the new album out for the fall so i doubt it um not because i don't want to because you know i like the song and uh i would love to get it more publicity but i I, honestly it's probably not going to happen but feel free to like you know feel free to pepper our management and Atlantic Records with requests. And, you know, if there's groundswell of support, I'm sure we'll change our mind. Awesome. Cool. So that was the number one question. Uh, the next question, uh, the next burning question for you specifically, have you ever, have you guys, do you guys use your, your cred as S&C to get into other concerts? Not <laughs> our, not like our, I mean, not like personally, it's, I, there's never, <laughs> I'm fairly certain it wouldn't be like if I'm at the door of a club and I'm like, do you know who I am? I'm fairly certain that would not work anywhere. I will uh, confess that like, will, if I know that our agent or like another agent in our agent's office represents someone that's doing a show, or if I know that our manager is work, you know, I'll, I'll kind of call our, our manager, David Britt is also like, you know, a good friend of ours. Like we're all uh, close with him. So anytime like there's someone I want to go see, I'll often just shoot him a text and be like, Hey, do we know anybody that has anything to do with so-and-so? And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I can say like uh, my parents, uh, my dad, what did my dad help me with? Oh, he helped me with something at, uh, at my old house in, in Denver. And I, and I saw that Merle Haggard, Rest in peace, Merle. Uh, and Chris Christopherson were coming to the Buell Theater, and I did manage to get him like fifth row seats to go see Merle and and Chris from uh, 
from our buddy Dan Steinberg, who works at uh, Emporium Presents, which is one of the promoters we work with a lot. So, like, we'll do things like that. You know, I'm not ashamed to admit that. I will uh, – I'll try to talk to people. Um, and there's been a couple times where I've gotten to meet uh, – like, I met the guys in Bare Naked Ladies, and I met Ben Folds because I got to go to one of their shows and got to go to their kind of after party um, thanks to some people that, like – our management knows, you know, or something like that. So it happens occasionally, but it's not, it's much more a sort of behind the scenes asking someone for a favor more than it is a uh, kind of flexing your, you know, F-list celebrity muscle, I would say. Awesome. I don't know. That sounds less fun. Um, so it, it can be, no doubt. I mean, I know Seggy and Mike met Ed Sheeran, like, kind of before he was big. You know, like right after his first album came out, before he went out with Taylor Swift, and that Ed Sheeran. So, like that's a that's a way bigger deal than anything I've done, I'd say. I don't know. I mean, I guess. <clears throat> excuse me. I guess it depends on who you're talking to. I'm sure. Uh, that's true. Uh, but I've heard Ed Sheeran's like really down to earth. I don't know uh, from other people that have met him, but they said he was really nice. But back then, he wasn't really that famous. So, you know, maybe he's changed. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Alright. So in terms of like I've kinda of go back, um I have a lot of burning questions uh, about loss specifically. So um well it's kind of with lost and kind of what we talked about, but Chasers wanna know what we can do to get you guys radio airplay. Do you think it'll happen? Uh, you know, honestly, uh, I, I would have said I doubt it, except that there's this other acapella group out there, Pentatonix, that, that seems to do pretty well. And they don't get as much, they get, I, I haven't heard them, I, I live in the New York area, and I haven't heard them on that, like, terrestrial radio, I guess is what we call it these days. I haven't heard it, like, on the, I haven't heard them on the regular radio, but I know they, they crush, uh, more than we do anyway, and we, we get some decent play, at least on, like, on Velvet, Certainly on Pandora and some of the other things, but um, they get they get a ton of play, and I've and I've heard other people say they hear them on the actual radio radio. So um, that kind of you know that's that's good news for us. I think that people are taking sort of acapella music seriously is not just a uh, sort of a niche sort of thing or not a gimmick. So uh, I don't think it's impossible. Uh, we you know it's always it's been a struggle for us to get originals kind of on at all and some of that's on the band that it's not that we've come with a ton of originals and i think we've just started to kind of show up with more and we've had some some better ones sort of make their way toward the top where there's songs that we want to record you know so it you know to answer your question to go back and answer your question i don't know what you can do again i i would say if you uh if you tell atlantic a lot they're the people that might be able to help push it um, or just, I mean, you can call your local radio stations or talk to XM and Sirius because they do play us on, at least on Velvet. That's the only station I've heard us on. Um, if you're a, a subscriber to those things, uh, and, and talk to them about getting the song on too. So those, those would be my suggestions, but thanks for, I'm glad you guys like it. That makes me feel really good. Well, yeah, I mean, it was burning question. I've been asking that question too on previous episodes, but, um, I'm curious your thoughts. Um, so, uh, in terms of, well, you mentioned something that it's not really top secret. I think Randy let it out the bag on the last episode about you guys going back into the studio. 
So yeah, we never know. We we're really bad at knowing like if stuff is supposed to be public or not. So <laughs> we just kind of mostly let it out. Like if you go through the signing line and you know, like there'll be times we won't have released a, a certain city because we're playing close to it before then. And people are like, oh, we just really hope you were coming back to you know whatever town. I'm like, oh no, we're going there. It's like when is that? I think it's in December. We're going. Don't worry, it's fine. We do things like that all the time. So awesome. So. Well, we kind of we know that the tour uh, has been announced. So, um, any a, anything in particular that you guys are looking to do? You don't have to tell me specifically because I know you guys, but like that might surprise us that you guys are going to put on the album. Might surprise. You. Uh, we're going to be playing instruments. No, I'm oh, okay. just kidding. That that would be really surprising, though. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean. I'll tell you something cool that we started kind of the ball rolling on, and I can't say for sure that it's going to work out, but one of the things we've uh, been working on is getting Dan Ponce and Ryan Allwert uh, involved arranging-wise. We might have Dee Sharon uh, arranging some stuff as well. And actually, there's a lot more guys in the group kind of looking at arranging too, because I know Steve has some stuff that I'm hoping we'll record. Seggy has a couple songs um, that I, I think we'll record some stuff that Seggy has arranged. Um, so that's, I think that's all good. I think it kind of will broaden and it, you know, anytime we have more songs to choose from, I think you guys end up with a better album. So, um, hopefully, hopefully that all works out that way. So we've got some kind of, you know, interesting ideas. You guys know that, um, <laughs> well, this is a, this is a tender subject perhaps because, because the, another round celebrated like the 20th anniversary of Straight No Chaser in the spring. Only, it had only been, 19 years really so that was kind of confusing to us um so it's really the 20th anniversary of like the inception of straight no chaser is is this fall and the, and the 20th anniversary of the band really doing its first concert would be next spring so uh we, you know we're kind of trying to 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 bring back some of that sort of stuff a little bit of nostalgia that's part of the reason why we're going to bloomington uh to record again um, oh, I don't know if you knew that. Uh-oh. Uh, anyway, we're going to Bloomington to record. So we're kind of looking back through the years. Not necessarily, I'm not saying we're doing any old songs. I don't think we are. But we're kind of just kind of looking back through the years and trying to come up with some cool ideas and stuff to bring people based on it being the 20th anniversary. Awesome. So it also, it also reminds us that we're super old, which is not good, but that's all right. Seasoned is the correct word. Um, Seasoned. <laughs> So, uh, along those lines, I have another burning question from uh, my fellow chasers, and that would be, um, would you guys consider releasing uh, previous medleys that you guys haven't, that, you know, because the medleys we all love dearly, some more than others um, that I've discussed on this podcast, but uh, would, like, like a chaser, like, bring it back kind of, not, I, will, I won't say greatest hits because greatest hits implies that you're done, but not really. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yes. Okay. Would what? you guys ever put that together? Because I know the chasers, chasers all have our favorites. My favorite apparently is not Walt, Steve's, or Randy's, so I might not. Wait, what is it? it? Mine, even before all this went down, was the Bird Lines Kiss. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. That's oh, my, like, all-time memory, favorite memory that you guys have ever done. Other than the, like, uh, Broadway and, and the movie medley, but, like, yeah, that was my thing. And then Prince died, and now I'm, like, really, like, in mourning. So I really want that one. Personally, that one's 
to me, but um, I know there's other cases that brought up other medleys, and they were wondering if, like, I don't know, that could ever happen. Um, I mean, the problem the problem is, and not to say you shouldn't still love it, but um, I think part of the magic, especially some of those, like, closing medleys that we've done through the years, is that it always has been kind of the – I mean, it started out when we did, like, the Lady Gaga in 2010, and then we did, like, I think we did, was it CeeLo the next year that we did and, and some other stuff. And, like, when we did, like, Call Me Maybe and Gognum Style and things like that, like, a lot of it was the kind of, like, a little bit of shock value. Like, that's why it was so fun in the show is that it was like a, oh, come on sort of moment. Like, you know, you've got to be kidding me they're singing this song. Like, it was it was almost ridiculous. And hopefully it still, like, sounded good, you know, and things like that. But And so I think part of the problem with, releasing them now is that they're they're just stale um at this point you know there's something about like when you do Billie Jean and Poison where both songs were kind of old and you were kind of surprised when Poison comes in instead of it just being Billie Jean um or if you see the show now where we do Uptown Funk it's kind of the same feel but Uptown Funk is a new song but anyway it's I, I feel like if we went back if we went back and released a, a Lady Gaga circa 2010 medley people would be like well this is weird because it's not like old it's not like a classic it's just like not topical anymore it's no longer it's in that that sort of like black hole of music of things that are more than a year or two years ago but not like 10 years old yet so they're not like a throwback yet so that's i mean that would be the only thing keeping us from doing it um so you know it's unlikely i wouldn't say no to us doing any of those um but you know it's always possible the other thing the nuts and bolts, the ugly nuts and bolts of the of the recording industry is that the more songs you put into a single track, the more royalties you have to pay out. It also gets into a hairy situation where the, the writers, the owners of the copyrights on the song might just tell you no. Um, and I, I blurred lines at this point. I think there's like 36 people, thanks to Marvin Gaye, Sewing, Robin Thicke, and Pharrell. Like there's like a thousand people that own the rights to that song, and they have to get to clear it with all of them. So anytime we do a mashup or a medley or anything like that, it gets much harder for us to, or I shouldn't say harder because we don't do any of the work, but it becomes more likely that that it, we can get a oh, turns out we just can't put this on the album. Um, so there's that as well. And then even if, even if it does get on the album, it means you pay twice as much in publishing, in mechanicals, um, in, in that whole royalty thing. So instead of only, you know, spending nine cents per song per album, it becomes 18, uh, or whatever it is, 18.2, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it starts to add up if you have a bunch of them on the album. And that actually cuts into, it, it's Atlantic that fights about that. So, you know, they don't want to cut into too far into uh, into kind of the profit margins. We all know that record companies are dying. So <laughs> not telling you to feel bad for Atlantic Records, but but they have to pinch pennies a little bit. So there's a lot of reasons why it's kind of unlikely that we would do anything like that. Sorry to be such a downer, but uh, but but it's probably not going to happen. I mean, YouTube still exists, and I can still binge watch that. Like, oh, wait, did I just admit that? Um, so... <laughs> So, well, I know I wanted to get these. I mean, they've been my burning questions, but I know Chasers have been asking this, and I wanted to get these out because, you know, we're passionate fans, so we were curious. Yeah. Um, so, going forward, uh, knowing that we all love uh, the originals that you guys, specifically you have written, what, you guys, I've asked this previously, and I, I like to get everybody's different takes on it. But will you guys 
I know you said arranging, you know, everybody's getting into the arranging game, but, like, will you be creating more originals? I mean, we'll be working on them. I, I can't guarantee that they will get on a record because um, I don't, you know, I, I haven't heard them. I haven't seen it. At this point, Mike and I have a song written that needs to be arranged. Uh, Jerome and I are working on a song together. I know Mike is working on at least one other song for this album, and he has a couple others kind of, I don't want to say in the can, but he has them pretty well written out with maybe a little bit of editing left to do. Um, there are other kind of ideas in the in the incubation phase. So we're working on them. Um, and, and we, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard kind of like, where do I spend my time dilemma? Because on one hand, it's more of an uphill battle to get, to sort of get an original on. And I will tell you that I have a couple of, of, I don't want to say swings and misses, but I have, you know, I have at least one other song that I really like that I've written that I have a full demo and like we, thought about recording for the last album and didn't. And, you know, that's frustrating. And that happens, the percentage of that happening might be higher on originals than it is on if I arrange a song that I feel like I know the audience is going to like. And when I say I, I kind of am trying to take the whole group perspective, you know, like for whoever might arrange something. I feel like you have a better idea of if it's going to hit. You know, when Walt did... Uh, Uptown Funk and Thriller, you know, like I think we all were like, yeah, that's going to be great long before we heard it. And I, I think the arrangement is one of my, one of the best we've done. But, but even before hearing it, I think we all were like, oh, that's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? So as opposed to me writing Lost where it's like, I don't know, I think this is kind of a cool song. Like I hope it, hope people like it. So it's a little bit hard to, to kind of keep banging your head against that wall. Um, but then, on the other hand, like, once you get one on and you get a positive response, either from you guys or just, you know, from the other guys in, in Straight No Chaser that are like, we think this is a really good song, we want to put it on, or from, you know, from Brit or, or from Steve Lunt, who works with us, or, you know, whoever it may be, like, then it kind of, like, reinvigorates you to, to get down and write some more. But it is a question of, of how much time do we have to spend kind of working on them. Um, so we're still – we are still working on them. We're certainly hoping to get – one or two or three or who knows on the uh, on the next album and we'll we'll see what they're like we'll see if they make it um uh, like i said more songs is is better for everyone so hopefully we have hopefully we're turning some down hopefully we have some more like you know what that one doesn't make the cut that's kind of where we would like to be is have you know two-thirds of the songs make the album not every single thing we record <laughs> awesome well you know I think it's because, you know, a lot of us, I, I don't want to be speaking for the fandom in general, but um, a lot of us have been fans probably, I think, longer than, you know, Pentatonix has been popular. So we're, like, right. trying to be, like, yeah, um, so SNC has been doing this longer. <laughs> I think that's the whole comparison and, and with their popularity. But, I mean... It, I think as a whole, it's cool that, like, Agapella is getting the love, but I, I think it comes down to the whole picture. So, moving on to, like, previous stuff that you guys have been doing. So, in terms of arrangements, uh, you killed uh, Take Me to Church every time I heard it. Like, I love it so much. It's ridiculous. I Thank almost you. think you sing it better. Uh, so, in terms of, like, coming out with an arrangement like that, like, 
uh, one that maybe people wouldn't expect? Was it just like, oh, we like the song and then and kind of move forward with it? Or kind of what came about with that? I think for, you know, there's a couple different ways to kind of go about, like, deciding what to arrange. And that one is one that I really like to sing. Um, and, and not to sound arrogant, but it's one that I thought I could do a good job on. Um, and so I kind of, I kind of was inspired from that. You know, I was like, oh, I, you know what? I'm going to be selfish and I want to sing this song and, uh, I will do what I can to make that happen. In the same way, I mean, when I wrote Lost, for instance, I, I, I envisioned Mike singing it and I kind of wrote it with his voice in mind. And the idea was, how will, how can I make sure Mike's going to sound awesome on this? As well as the band, of course, you know, you want the whole thing to sound good. But, and you know, I think if when Walt's looking at, at Proud Mary, he's thinking Jerome's going to crush this. So it takes a little bit of, you know, just because there's a song you really like doesn't necessarily mean that it's one we should do. So it's, it's sort of like, can you hear us in your, in your mind? Can you hear us doing it? And sometimes, you know, um, and maybe it's if you're a, a more talented arranger than I am, you talk to Walt about this. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> or Dan, I don't know, or, or Mike. Uh, but you know, maybe they can hear. You know, if you listen to Creep, for instance, like that's not a soloist necessarily. That you're like, oh, this is really cool. It's the whole arrangement that's really cool. Um, actually, I just finished an, an arrangement that I think is 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 not. There's no solos in it. It's a very kind of choral piece that. I think will sound cool of us doing it, but it, once you hear kind of how the song will come together, that's when you can sort of start to put in the work to make it sound that way. So a lot of times, for so many of the songs that we do, it has to do with starting with the soloist. You know, if, if someone comes to us and they're like, hey, I've got this, band, this song, I'm not sure who's going to sing the solo, I kind of feel like, oh, I don't know about this. You know, like, I know there are 10 of us, we all sing, and we're all equal or whatever, but like, if you don't have an inspired choice to kind of lead the song, maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe somebody will step up and sound great on it, but it makes me a little bit nervous that, uh, that you're, you're going to end up with a soloist that's not going to match up with, um, you know, Mike singing I'm Yours or, like I said, Jerome singing Proud Mary or me singing Take Me to Church or whatever it might be. Like, whoever ends up singing the solo, if, if you didn't know that they were going to be awesome at it when you arranged it, I'm not, I'm not certain they are going to sound great. So that's kind of how I go about deciding i'll tell you i have just like probably hundreds now of songs listed on a note on my phone just constantly adding things on i'm gonna add something on there right now actually don't i i can't tell you what it is though but and then it's just a matter of then i'll go back and look at it and be like oh this is a terrible idea you know months later i'll just realize that, no that's not good at all but uh it's an ongoing list of of stuff on here so just constantly you know testing the water so to speak yeah, and, and sometimes it's and I in the same way, I have a long list on my phone and then I also have kind of a uh you know, songs that I've started to arrange that might have they might have like four measures, they might have like a verse and a chorus, they might have a whole song. I arranged all of uh like not a bad thing. I have a full arrangement of not a bad thing. It sounds all right, but it's just kind of like eh. So so it's something we never I never even brought to the group because I was like, I'm not into it. You know, so so at various stages of a ba- of when I abandoned them you know, when I, I was finally was like, abort, I'm out. No, forget it. It was a terrible idea. Um, you know, there's there's all the different stages, whether it didn't even start it or got it all the way done and then didn't like it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a constant. It really is with us. Like, And when we're together, you'll be like, oh, you know what? 
this is a cool song. You know what you could do is mash it up with this other song. Like, oh, that's a cool idea. And then maybe somebody will run with it, or maybe that's the end of the conversation. But it's constantly going on. So not to to bring this up, but to bring this up. So in terms, is that, that why you guys always joked about no requests? <laughs> because of, you know, what can work and what can't work from a musical standpoint? It's some of that. I think it's uh, – we, we've been doing this. I mean, we we do listen to requests, and, and certain songs that we've done have been at people's requests. And I can't think of any right now, but I swear there's some <laughs> of them. I mean, I can tell you that Creep was inspired by Dave Chappelle, but that's going to be a really long story that you're not going to get on this podcast. But, like, there are – you know, there are songs that have been – from requests or from ideas. Um, again, I, I feel like I know there's one or two that Walt could say, and I can't think of what they are right now. But it's not so much we 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 absolutely take requests, and, and we listen to people all the time. And sometimes the songs they say get in get onto my list. But a lot of times we know our repertoire better than than the fans do. And it might be that like, yeah, well, you know, we've kind of already done two Jason Mraz songs, or like we've done every Stevie Wonder song at this point. So like we're kind of a little. But it's going to be a minute, probably before we go to that. You know what I mean? It might be something too similar, or it might just be something that 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 we don't feel like would go that well. Like some people will think, you know, oh, this is such a great song, and I'll be like, to me, I'll be like, yeah, but not that many people know it, and I don't know that it's going to be good enough to carry on its own if people don't know it. So, so it's it's uh, we we do take requests. Uh, we don't always listen to them. Fair enough. I mean, I'm cool with that, but I was just curious. Uh, do you have any particular requests right now you want to give me? No. <laughs> no, not really, actually. Now's your chance. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, because, I mean, I'm a music junkie in general, so that could take a while, and we don't have that much time. <laughs> so, um, well, words that, well, maybe I'm, putting myself into this, but I don't want to, but um, kind of, I've kind of brought this up previous episodes with the other guys, but in terms of the whole We're Now thing, like, how did it just, like, spring out of thin air? Like, what, this is pretty cool, like. It did pretty much spring out of thin air. Like, it wasn't one where we had not talked about really working with Weird Al. I don't think, I feel like we, his name had come up a couple times in the past, because he had that we might have had, I think we might have had an album come out a, a little bit before his album came out where he did like the eight, the eight videos he did in eight days or whatever it was. So we, I know we had talked about him, but it wasn't something that we were like actively pursuing. And as far as I knew, it's not like it just kind of came up that he was like, they wanted to do this split bill. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's various levels of excitement among the guys in the group. But for me personally, like, and I just, I remember I was talking to one of my buddies about this yesterday and I was like, I'm just convinced that, like, of all the people that we've met and have, like, done shows with or anything else, like, that Weird Al is just going to be, like, the coolest. He's going to be, like, the nicest guy. He's going to be totally down to earth. Like, he's going to be fun. He's going to be cool. And I'm really excited about it. So, I, hopefully people like the shows. You know, it's always a little sketchy when you uh, – it's always a little scary, I should say, when you're doing a show and you know a lot of the people who are there are there to see someone else. And you're kind of like, man, I, I hope they get it. Like, I hope they like us. I hope they're not just, like, looking at their watches, you know, waiting for the other show act to come on or whatever, you know, if it's the other way around, whatever it is. Like, like that's always a little scary. But I think it's there's going to be a pretty good intersection of fans. And, um, I, you know, I think his fans are, are not pretentious, and they, they, they will be willing 
to be open to being entertained. And uh, I think that's what we do. So hopefully uh, even the people who don't know us will enjoy it. And the Hollywood Bowl, like, I think it's going to be great. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. I'm – it's not in concrete or anything, but I'm hoping to make it out since it's on – Oh, that's this awesome. Side of the country, this side of the country. Yeah, it's only like a seven-hour drive for you, right? <laughs> Hour and a half flight, you know. There you go. All right. Um. So, moving forward, like, I know I've kind of, we've talked about it, but the, the tour was announced, and this is exciting. Again, Um, I'm excited because New Year's Eve is here in my neck of the woods. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked about that, but... uh uh, it, you, you kind of alluded to it with recording, so in the, in the 20th anniversary. So, are there going to be like surprises on this tour, or special uh, tidbits? I, we'll see. That's, that's a. I, I don't anticipate having any like guests on stage with us. If you're thinking anything like that, um, just because those people have lives um, and. Funny thing, okay. funny thing about our show that we've learned um, that, I, you know, I'd love to be Bruce Springsteen and, like, go out and do a different show every night, but there's something about uh, it's <laughs> – most bands are not constantly worried about being out of tune. You know what I mean? Like, like Stevie Van Zant is, like, when he goes out of tune, he hands his guitar to a dude, and then they hand it back to him, and he's back in tune. And, like – you know, the drummer is can handle, like, different tempos. Like, when we sing a new song that, or a song that we haven't sung in years or months, like, a lot of times, the first time, and, and you know, hopefully a lot of the fans are not going to be like, that was terrible. They're going to be – they might not even notice. But for us, we know that we're not necessarily giving our best show if we're changing things up often. And so that kind of limits us to a certain degree. Like I said, I would love to just be able to just be like, how about this song? And then we do it, but it takes a little bit of, we have to kind of remember what it feels like. Like you get a little bit of muscle memory and especially by the middle of the fall tour, when we've kind of, at least some of the songs are falling in the same spots. You know, if we're doing the first three or four songs are the same, like it's, it's, it's a better show because our like voices are really locked into what they need to do for that whole 20 minutes. So it's hard to do a lot of like, you know, night-to-night surprises without almost making the show worse. But I don't know. I, I was thinking, like, maybe we should go, like, way back, do songs that we really haven't done in in 15 years, like, and, and have maybe, like, a rotating cast if we did, um, I'm thinking, if we did, like, I'm thinking of, like, really old stuff that, like, I don't think we've ever performed in a professional group. Like, if we did For the Longest Time and we did, like, uh, Insomniac. Yeah, I don't even know if people know what song that is. If we did, um, like, Naturally, the Huey Lewis song. Like, these are all songs that we did early on in the Straight No Chaser years. If we did Gone, which is a house jack, that'd be awesome. That was one of my songs. Uh, <laughs> it was a house jack song that we covered in, like, 99, 2000. Like, that might be a fun thing to do is to bring back some serious throwbacks that, again, though, the problem with doing that is if we do a song that people haven't heard, it, you're going to love it. You know, hopefully, like, a person like you who's been to a lot of shows or, or, like, so many of the chasers that have been to a ton of shows, they're going to love hearing something different. The problem is, is, is the, you know, 75% or 50% of the crowd that has seen us once or twice or three times and not ten, are they going to be like, yeah, I didn't get that one song. So we're always trying to, you know, keep that balance of 
making sure the new fans get the best show they can get, but keeping it interesting for the for the chasers as well. So I don't know. I just came up some with some ideas just now, so I got to write those down too. Okay. Well, didn't mean to, you know, get it going, but I was just curious. I mean, going <laughs> forward, I, you know, I'm one of those. So, and ten, like, I don't know, kind of where where to go, but in terms of like going forward as a group, where do you kind of see? I mean, everybody's kind of had a different answer, but kind of the same. It's hard to explain. But going forward with, you know, after this, I know it's one year after, like, you go, it's hard to say, predict the future. But what do you guys see, you know, as you see for the future? I mean, I think a lot of that is really up to the fans. Like, I've always said, like, I feel good about, like, the next two years. You know what I mean? Like, like... Like, and I, not to say that I'm like in two years I'm out, you know, or anything like that. But it's always kind of like I, it, things have been on on a certain trajectory, and I felt confident about kind of, if not growth, but at least at least maintaining a certain level of 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 what we do and and how much we have to be out on the road versus you know how many people are coming to see us, sort of thing. Um, so it's always kind of like a like a you know, there's a horizon out there that like. I always, I always feel like I'm, I feel like I'm really definitely good up till then. I don't have to worry for the next two years as far as like what my job's going to be. <laughs> um, but then in the same way, like I, I often say, people ask like, oh, is someone else going to leave soon? It's always like, I don't think so. Do you know something? I don't know, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I always say, you know, in 10 years, like I think straight no chaser will still be around, but I don't think it'll be the same 10 guys. And I don't know who might still be there and who won't still be there and I don't know what it necessarily will look like I can't I don't think it's going to be I, maybe we won't maybe we'll only be touring in the fall or maybe it'll just be you know a month of touring and we have normal jobs you know what I mean like or whoever's in the group at that point but for now at, at least I think people are really happy and like I think we're still really excited about what we do and and we still have enough challenges with with new albums and and you know new tours and and new arrangements and still finding things to do and songs to write um, that it, it's still exciting enough that I don't think anyone feels you know like unfulfilled like nobody's quitting the band for like because they want to you know work on their solo stuff or anything like that I don't see anyone doing anything anywhere close to that and I don't see anybody quitting because it's like too hard right now like they're away from home too much. Um, that's always a constant sort of balancing act as far as as far as we want to work, we want to do shows, we want to do what we can to make the band as big as possible, but, like, I need to see my kids a certain amount, too. So for now, like I said, I feel really good about the next two years, and in 10 years, I think Straight No Chaser will be around. I don't know what 10 guys will be in it. So how's that for a non-committal answer? It works, I guess. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just curious, um, based on, I don't know, everybody has a different perspective, but. Oh, what did everybody else say? Now I feel like I'm missing out. Was, was Walt like six months and I'm out? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't too much different, but you all kind of gave kind of similar answers and not similar. It, you'll have to go back. It's, you know. I'll have to go back. It is what it is. But, uh, that's exciting. So, from what Randy said, uh, next year is the Chaser Summit? 
Yeah, that's the idea is we want to do a, a Chaser Summit next summer, kind of coinciding with that 20th anniversary, I think, is that, or next spring maybe, um, spring into summer, sometime like that. Um, that's that's the hope. We kind of wanted to try to get it together for this summer, and it just wasn't – we didn't have the time. We didn't have the actual time to, to do it. Like there wasn't a time we could figure out to do it, and we didn't we didn't get enough in front of it uh, to really get it organized the way we wanted to. So our goal is – we started working on it now, basically. So our goal is, like I said, to have it spring or early summer of, of 2017 is, is our hope. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely be for planning on making that Should one. be fun. Should be fun. I miss the cruise and I miss Vegas, so <laughs> I'll be at the next one for sure. Yeah. The cruise was really fun. I, I got sick during the Vegas summit, so there was stuff that I missed. Because I had to do shows and I had bronchitis, so I uh, I, I ended up missing. I didn't get to see uh, Great Big World perform before they were famous, and uh, missed some other stuff too. But but I know the cruise was definitely the cruise was so much more fun than we than I think we expected it to be. So it was a lot of fun. Would you guys ever do a cruise again, or was that like a one and done? Uh, we might. I, I think we didn't have as many people come on it as we wanted to. Um, so I, I think that's the you know the the easy answer is is that it's. It's, I don't know if there was a demand for it. I think it's a weird thing. I know other bands do it. Like, for me, I don't, like, cruises aren't my thing, first of all, necessarily. Again, saying again, I had a great time on Straight No Chase Cruise. I really did. Um, but it's not something I would do no matter how much I like the band. You know what I mean? So I think that's part of the thing that's a little bit strange to me. Um, I think it makes a little bit more sense maybe to do, like, a summit or, like, a trip where there are kind of different kinds of activities or, I don't know. So, you know, we'll try to we'll try to work some things out, have some fun stuff. Cool. Awesome. So, uh I think I covered the list today. If I did, I if I didn't to the chasers that will be listening to this, I apologize. Uh there was like <laughs> 20 different questions. Whoever whoever's question you ignored is will be so mad. Yes, I know. But, you know, I tried. Um so <laughs> Um, well, Niall, I appreciate you for, for wanting to do this, um, and shouting me out on the thing the other day, because I, I don't know, um, I like to spread the word, and I've gotten friends and family, uh, to, you know, come with me to the show this past year, and looking to come this year to maybe more than one show, so, it's awesome. be, yeah, I like spreading the word, because, uh, like I said, I love music, but I love talent and you guys have it so um that's a whole nother can of worms that i want to get into but <laughs> uh i again appreciate it and um where can we find you online specifically i know where we can find straight no chaser but where can we find uh, you well you can always friend me on facebook my name is don nottingham or i'm on uh i'm break of dawn on twitter uh Although at the moment, as you learn trying to get in touch with me, I'm I'm semi unplugged, so you won't hear as much from me now as maybe come June when we're recording. But yeah, at Break of Dawn on Twitter, go follow me. I'm hilarious. I concur. Um, <laughs> you all are because um, you guys are all so different on mine. It's funny. Um, so again, uh, thank you again, and uh, I look forward to hopefully seeing you guys. In LA, if that doesn't work out, I'll definitely see you guys here. Maybe Vegas. Awesome. I don't know. I'm excited awesome. to come out more than one show. Thanks, bro. But, That's great. 
No, we definitely appreciate all you guys that we know how much we owe to our fans that have spread the word and, and like you said, bring people and, and, uh, and, and convince people. They're like, seriously, you want me to go to what? And then they come and hopefully enjoy themselves and we convert somebody else. So that's the idea. It's like a, it's like a weird, harmless cult. That's the idea. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good kind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess. So it's, that's what I mean. It's a, it's a good cult. I think all, um, I think all cults try to convince you that they're good, but ours really is. I swear. Bring people to the show. <laughs> yes. I agree. What Don just said. All right. Well, thanks again, Don. And, uh, yeah, thank you, to, uh, talking to you soon. Sounds good. All right. Bye. See ya.